News is brought to you by the Barton Boys. I don't know if you saw it where you were yesterday. Did you see the double rainbow? I did not see it other than on social. Okay, so the the double rainbow was real real popular thing in our neighborhood. We got a lot of we got a lot of kids in our neighborhood. Oh man, that's cool. And so it was so funny. You could tell the pictures were getting passed around, or the text message had started in our neighborhood, right? With everyone. Where I don't know, maybe it was on Nextdoor app. I don't know where it was, but all of a sudden, everyone with their kids were outside at the exact same time. That's looking cool. At the sky. Yeah, and it was a beautiful double rainbow. It was we a had heck of a storm. Oh my gosh! I don't. Was the thunder loud at your place? Oh, it just and it was so. The rain was so loud on the house, and that's what got us first. And then the thunder started, and then it flooded the road in front of the house. There, it was oh, a man. lot. Yeah, it was. It was that was wild. So the double rainbow was cool, and the double double rainbow in the sky. I think we all understand how that works, or that we all understand that when there's rain and everything, and the way that the the science behind it is that after rain you get a rainbow. Yeah, it comes after the rain. Uh huh. I've heard of it. Yeah. So we know that one. So we're familiar with it. So when yeah. the rainbow was up, we were like, okay, expected. But yesterday we had a weird one in Spokane, and I don't know if you saw this one. Did you see the rocket ship? Was that the thing that people were trying to figure out what it was? Yes. Yes. I saw the I saw the controversy where people were like, what is that thing? Oh my gosh, what is that? That's my that's my confused panic yeah. uh conspiracy theory voice. Oh my gosh, I don't understand. What is that? It's it's, it's an alien. So we had apparently, and I didn't see it, we had a big, huge, almost cartoon rocket ship. It doesn't look like a real rocket that's ship. That's true. It looks like a rocket ship at a toy story. <laughs> big rocket ship floating over Spokane. Yeah. Now, immediately, a lot of people were concerned about it because there was sure. also a big white balloon that floated over the United States that ended up being a spy balloon. Mm-hmm. So when a big, huge rocket ship is floating over Spokane, people are like, what the heck is going on? Right. And so it got, it was, I guess, Jay, one of the top most called on things of the year in Spokane. People panicked about a, like a big rocket ship yeah. floating over well, the Avian Balloon Company had to release their statement that it was just a weirdly shaped hot air balloon. That's one of ours, guys. That's one of ours. I've never seen anything like it. It actually looks really cool. It looked like a rocket ship. I can't believe somebody didn't shoot it down. I, I can see, Jay, I can see how you would be very confused by this if you had Certainly. seen it. Yeah. Because I've never seen anything like it in my life. No. But we've all seen hot air balloons. There used to be, there was a time, and I don't know if it still happens, we're out in the valley, you would always see a hot air balloon during oh, summer. for sure, yeah. There's hot air balloons all over the place. They're yeah. so cool. They, they, I think they look fantastic. I think they're awesome in the sky. But we all know what a hot air balloon looks like. It looks like a hot air it looks balloon. Looks like a balloon, yeah not, yeah, not a rocket. This was like an inflatable at a birthday kid's birthday party that you paid a lot of money for this dumb helium balloon. And I guess this doesn't look dumb. I think it looks really, really cool. It's just really out of out of place if you don't know what it is. Was at some point it, it flying perpendicular to the horizon, and at one point it was parallel to the horizon? I actually it don't know. Looked like it was in the pictures that I saw. Looked like it was in two different positions. The one, the most famous picture that I've seen is where it looks like a rocket sitting on the ground, ready to to blast off. Okay, you know where it's like has standing on its legs, I guess for a yeah lack of a better term. And then there was one where it looked like it was flying like a dirigible, like a blimp. Really? So I don't know if that's the same image. I don't know if that's the same balloon. Okay. Well, it's very unique. I, I mean, I'm still so terrified to go up in a hot air balloon. I think they look awesome. I think the idea of it is cool. 
You get to look over. I mean, you know, they fly over over the Spokane Valley. You get to see a lot of cool stuff. We live in a beautiful area that I'm sure looks really cool from hot air balloon heights. Gee, I just don't think I'll ever be able to convince myself to do it. I'm 100% with you, and I also think that moving forward, all hot air balloons should look like balloons. Yeah, yeah. If you guys well, don't mind. And if, and if they don't, I need there Either to be... Either that or Snoopy. Like a big... Right, I need there to be a big statement that is like, we are now doing weird-shaped balloons. Basketball balloon, yeah. rocket ship balloon, like you said, Snoopy balloon. Well, if it's clearly a hamburger cartoon balloon. character or a hamburger, I think we're fine. When it looks like a rocket ship, suddenly we're not as good. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So that was what it was. But, yeah, we had a weird thing in the sky on Sunday in Spokane, and we had a really cool thing in the sky with the double rainbow. Did anybody, when the double rainbow showed up, just go outside? and? <laughs> oh, my God. Woo! Oh, wow. I think it was the most passed around video I hope last so. night by I my mean, groups of buddies. Be. And it was also the moment when I realized how old that video is, the double rainbow guy. Yeah. Uh, in a completely different time frame of YouTube. Oh, really? Because that was in the YouTube world where YouTube was all about funny clips like that. Yeah, that's where true. Where it was, you know, hide, hide your wives, hide your kids. It was the... The That's kid so true. who did the the oh the baseball boom goes the dynamite kid yep it was a lot of clips it was anytime a, a camera person on the news did something they posted to YouTube and that was what YouTube was that's true and now I, we pass that video around and people are like what is this They're like oh yeah it wasn't a ten minute Mr Beast video right right. <laughs> It wasn't the breakdown on, or it wasn't the review of Super Mario Bros. the movie. 13 years ago. It was from, yeah, it's such a different era of YouTube. And I, I love YouTube now. I loved YouTube back then as well. But it is very funny to think about how different it was. Is we had people going, what is this? I've never seen this before. Yeah, oh, I'm sure, yeah. 13 years ago, if you were around YouTube, you couldn't miss the double rainbow guy. He was everywhere. He was YouTube for about two weeks. I like that it's, uh, we have room for both. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. <laughs> Guy's voice is so great. Double rainbow. Oh, <laughs> that guy was great, man. So yeah, we had our own double rainbow. Uh, now it would be on TikTok. That's true. All yeah, of those things correct. would go to TikTok. Yeah. Well, I'm glad uh, you had some excitement in your neighborhood and some fear. Uh, yeah, I missed it. I missed. I was not back here Sunday morning for the for the big balloon. Oh man! But I, you know, and I can't see the balloons. I'm very disappointed from where I live. I can't see them. Hot air balloons in the valley. Uh, my grandparents lived in the valley for a long time, so anytime we were out there for a barbecue, right. they had a swimming pool, so we're out there using the pool. You get that nice thing. You look up on a summer's evening, get to see the hot air balloons floating up out there in the valley, and they're I think they're a great staple. Spokane Valley, you got that going for you. I love it. Weirdest thing about it is you can hear them and they can hear you. Like if you're out for a walk, you can actually hear each other talking. You got to remember that when a balloon flies over, guys. Really? Yeah. yeah. Weird. Turns out Jay and Kevin show Jay Daniels. What percent of people do you think have their birth certificate readily available? Kevin James. I had to reorder mine at one point. Okay. And I think I'm using go. the wrong words. I don't know if you just order it, but how you know. heavy was it to ship that? Oh, God, you do. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. 15 minutes from beat the show. Final story brought to you by the Wheatland Bank. Do you want to start in the world of cereal or do you want to start in the world of deers? 
Ooh, oh boy. I guess cereal. I'll take it in the order you gave it. So I, I love I love a Slurpee. Yeah. Love a Slurpee. Yeah. And they have great flavors. They've got great taste. They're everything that I want from a summer treat. Thank you, 7-Eleven, for that. But there is one thing that I do like more than a Slurpee. And I think they have them at Target. I know they have them at Target. Okay. Icy's. Oh, okay, yeah. Icy's. I love an Icy. I don't know why I love an Icy. I think the Slurpee is probably a more scientifically defined product. Really? They put more effort into it. You know, I think okay. I think an icy I think an icy like a Slurpee is seven eleven, it's their deal. Yeah, I'm no, I get that. Places yeah. Places that make ICs, it's like, yeah, you can have an icy while you do your shopping. I I, but, I didn't know there was a difference. I feel terrible now. Well, I just I mean, and there might not be. I wow. but I just feel like icy is I like the polar bear on the uh icy. Yeah. So seven eleven has to have their Slurpees dialed in. Yeah, I icy think so. can get away with yeah, they don't have to have it as dialed. Although I love them, and I I think I like them more. And they've got the two flavors. They've got the blue raspberry mm. and cherry for the ices. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Classics. And Kellogg's is going. You know what's really good? A stinking icy. They're really good. But will this be good? Because coming to the store near you, ASAP, icy cereal. That's right. Uh, from the icy press release, cereal. inspired by Icy's popular cherry and blue raspberry flavors, the new cereal utilizes an innovative, innovative ingredient that cools your mouth as you eat. No, imitating that familiar and refreshing first sip of an icy. Really? Oh my gosh! Hey, Kellogg's. Wow. Kudos. I love an icy, and I love when there are new things in the world of cereal. So yeah, you add the milk. And it activates whatever's going no on. No way! There. You can, as the box says, feel the freeze. That's crazy. I've never heard anything like that. Ditto. Is that the first ever? First time I've ever I've ever heard of it, Jay. And does it have the two flavors combined, or are they separately they are, sold in the cereal? They are combined. If you okay. want to know what it looks like, it looks exactly like Captain Crunch Crunch Berries, just the berries. So when okay. you get that yep. box of just the Crunch Berries, that's what it looks like. But they're red and blue, cherry and blue raspberry, and yeah, you feel the freeze. That's insane. I actually love that. Yeah, so that's going to be cool. They uh, Kellogg's Icy Cereal can be found at retailers nationwide for a suggested price of $5.29 for an 8.3-ounce box and $6.49 for a 13 0.2-ounce box. I'm assuming that it's just going to be in grocery stores. That is really cool. Yeah. I have never heard anything like that. I love it a lot. Yeah, keep your Be eyes willing cool. to try it. I, totally. And I'm so glad, Jay, this is one of those where, oh, it's icy cereal. And it's not one where first 2,000 people to right. tweet no. at Kellogg's, <laughs> I like an icy, get access to the box. This will be sold. It's good. It's a good enough product. Kellogg's just throwing their weight behind it and going, yeah, yeah. we need this in stores. Yeah, thank you. That You're right for not doing that. Like, no one you know will ever taste this, but here it is. Now, we need to bring up the story of Bridget Watkins, 43-year-old from Summit, Arkansas. Uh-oh. I don't know if you've been following this story. I don't know that I have. But Bridget Watkins uh, is now going to be, uh, well, there's a picture of her and it's a mugshot. So oh, we've hit that point in the story. Dang it. Uh, Bridget Watkins allegedly took fawns into her home and raised the deer with the intentions of training them to attack hunters. <laughs> she was taken into custody on Friday. Uh, this from the report. At the time of the arrest, huh. Watkins was in possession of several grams of meth, four deer, uh, and many stolen broken electronics. There you go. Attention was drawn to Watkins when she began giving meth to the young deer and they were caught oh, rummaging no. through people's garages and back porches. 
A homeowner followed one of the deer back to Watkins' residence in an attempt to recover his property. He found himself face-to-face with Watkins wearing only a duct tape bikini disassembling his clock radio. (laughs) So what we're learning is that we might just need to leave the deer alone. That is seriously messed up. (laughs) What a start to the story that Bridget Watkins, 43-year-old from Summit, Arkansas, had this plan to train deer. Train deer to attack hunters. To attack hunters. <laughs> that was what she woke up and yeah. she was like, you know what? Today is today's the day. Today's the day we start. I'm going to get myself a couple fawns. Yep. I'm bringing them into the house and I'm going to teach these deer mm-hmm. to attack hunters. I think you had the order me- messed up though, Slimmy. It was make the duct tape bikini. That's a good point. Steal the broken electronics. Then train the deer. Can you imagine being the neighbor and you're like, there's something fishy going on over there. We've got some weird deer stuff happening. You're watching your cameras. You're seeing deer looting your stuff out of your garbage cans yeah. and your house. And you're like, what is going on? Then the, maybe the rumor starts to come out. We've got a lady in the neighborhood who is training deer to attack hunters. And so you go to inspect it <laughs> and you're like, catch the deer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She took Fawns into her home. Maybe it was like the old classic Hansel and Gretel. We've got the trail of stuff yeah. that lead into the house. Yeah. The reverse Hansel and Gretel. The yeah, so then you walk over to her house and you're like, I gotta approach her because I know the deer that is rummaging through my stuff lives inside of her house. I at least need to go approach it. And you ring the doorbell and you're like, Well, hmm. that wasn't this is probably the last thing I ever expected. But that is my clock radio, and you can keep the duct tape. <laughs> you imagine you call your spouse or you call a friend and you're like, You never guess what I just did. Over at the neighbor's house, what I saw. They'll never believe you. I got my clock radio back. <laughs> Which it's in pieces. Also, oh, clock it was radio? In pieces. Did the deer, did the deer, and it's, and it's the clock radio. Everyone is thinking of the same clock radio right now. It is that one. It is. It is the one. skinny one <laughs> right. with the big red numbers on it, yeah. the clock radio to the right, big snooze button on top, a ton of other buttons to the left yeah. that you don't really know how to work. Nope. But they're all there, and it's like you can never actually feel comfortable setting your alarm. And everybody remember, again, this happened in what state? Uh, this is in Arkansas, Jay. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. Huh? The big 99.9 Coyote Country. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. It's just a simple... Mm-hmm. Do unto others as they do unto you. Kevin James. The bronze rule. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the golden one. No, no, no. (laughs) The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Beat the show brought to you by Dutch Bros. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Hey. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. Playing for $15 gift card to one of the any of the 11 Dutch Bros stores in the Spokane area. Danny, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good, man. Weekend okay? Oh, yeah. Good deal. All right, well, let's start it out with a, with a gift card if you can uh, have a little victory here. Jay, you dodged a bullet today. Really? Because we received a text from a friend of the program, our buddy Max. Yes. Making sure he knew the phone number to the, to the station. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, I, he must need us to call him about something. And so I said, 845, do you want us to call you about whatever it is you need to get off your chest? He goes, no, I want to beat Jay and beat the show. Well, I had already oh. got Danny oh. on. So Danny is saving your life today by making you not have to go head-to-head with our buddy Max, 
Who is a trivia genius? <laughs> oh, it would have been an easy win for me. <laughs> easy win. It might have been today because today's trivia comes from something earlier today. We were talking about the double rainbow that was mm-hmm. seen in Spokane yesterday. Danny, did you see the rainbow? I did not. Okay. So there's a beautiful double rainbow apparently in Spokane yesterday afternoon that had a whole place of buzzing. And then I realized I have no idea what a rainbow is. Mm. So I went to look it up and I was Ooh. like, it led me to things that every elementary school kid should know about weather. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, well, we could put seven trivia questions together about that. So be interesting. today could be the easiest round of trivia of all time, mm-hmm. or it could be difficult. We, right. you, there's there's a very high likelihood everyone just goes seven for seven, and we feel very comfortable about our, our are you smarter than a fifth grader knowledge, or it could be hard. That's we'll find out today. It's going to be interesting. All right. Well, good luck, Danny. See you in about uh, 75 seconds. All right. Thanks. All right, Danny, we, uh, Scott, we've got seven questions, 60 seconds on the clock. Pass on a question if you need to. We'll get back to the questions you pass on if time allows. We start with this. What is the term used to describe the amount of water vapor in the air? Moisture. What is the temperature at which water vapor in the air condenses into visible droplets? Pass. What is the name for a severe tropical storm with winds of at least 74 miles per hour? Uh, hurricane. What is the name of a boundary between two air masses with different temperatures and humidity levels? Pass. What is the term used to describe the movement of air from high-pressure areas to low-pressure areas? Pass. What is the term used to describe the layer of gas that surrounds the Earth? Ozone layer. What is the name for the weather phenomenon in which small droplets of water suspended in the air create a colorful arch in the sky? Rainbow. What is the temperature at which water vapor in the air condenses into visible droplets? Mm, 32. I don't know. What is the name for the boundary between two air masses with different temperatures and humidity levels? No idea. Okay, okay. Danny, hang on. Hang on. Uh, We'll get Jay back in here. He's on his way back. Got the headphones putting them on. How'd it go, Danny? You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I, no, I'm not going to let him. I'm not okay, going to let him okay. give you all right, all right. any info on all it. All right. I, I, again, this could be you could be up against a seven for seven or a one for seven. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You okay. know, it's it's again. This was all stuff that apparently we all learned in elementary school. Sure, we did. So we'll see how our memories go. You know, having to reach back just a few years ago. What is the term used to describe the amount of water vapor in the air? Humidity. What is the temperature at which water vapor in the air condenses into visible droplets? What is the temperature? What is the temperature? A at pass. Which, what is the name for a severe tropical storm with, with with winds of at least 74 miles per hour? Hurricane. What is the name for the boundary between two air masses with different temperatures and humidity levels? Uh, front. What is the term used to describe the movement of air from high-pressure areas to low-pressure areas? Jet stream. What is the term used to describe the layer of gas that surrounds the Earth? What is it again? What is the term used to describe the layer of gas that surrounds the Earth? Ozone layer? What is the, t- what is the name for the weather phenomenon in which small droplets of water suspended in the air create a colorful arch in the sky? That's the rainbow one? There it is. <laughs> okay, yeah. I just we need to know what it was. Okay, yeah. I need, them, Water I need to know the science. Yeah, yeah okay. Small droplets of water suspended in the air 
I was confused by that that one. I didn't understand that one question. Well, let's see how we do. Yeah. What is the term used to describe the amount of water vapor in the air? Jay nicely done. Take a 1-0 lead with humidity. Humidity. The temperature at which water vapor in the air condenses into visible droplets is the dew point. Oh, it's the see, dew point. Okay, I thought you were looking for a temperature. So, yeah, yeah, Danny yeah. gave me a temperature. I'm giving him half credit. He said 32 degrees. That's freezing it's cold. It's freezing cold. Man. I feel like at 32 degrees, if there's water vapor in the air, it turns into snow. I that understand. seems pretty visible. Yeah. Full point for Danny. He takes a 1-0 lead. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was 1-1. One one. Is the na- oh, one to one. What is the name for a severe tropical storm with winds of at least 74 miles per hour? You both got that. That's a hurricane. Shout out Luke Combs. 2-2. Two yep. two. What is the name of the boundary between two air masses with different temperatures and humidity levels? Nicely done, Jay. That is a front. Cold front, warm front. Yep. You get that on the news, on the weather from time to time? Oh, yeah, all the time. So 3-2, to two, Jay, in the lead. The term used to describe movement of air from high-pressure areas to low-pressure areas. It's my least favorite thing in the world, wind. <sighs> my least favorite, not thing in the world, it's my least favorite. Yeah, you know, I'm with you, though. Weather thing in the world. Yeah, it makes wind. a bad day. What did uh, what Tom used to say? It makes a bad, a, a good day bad and a bad day worse. Oh, man. What is the term used to describe the layer of gas that surrounds the Earth? I'm going to give you both credit because you said ozone. I don't think it's right, but I oh. like giving points out. It's the atmosphere. Uh, that's what I said. Yeah, It's the atmosphere. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys ozone layer because why not? It doesn't hurt. It does. layer threw me off. For the kids who are taking a test today, don't say ozone. That would not get you points. Uh. But in Beat the Show, we score differently. Apparently, we have sixth graders yelling at the radio right now, according to our text line. Yeah, four to three, the score. Ooh, moving into boy. the final question, and you both got it. The name for the weather phenomenon in which small droplets of water suspended in the air create a colorful arch in the sky. That is a rainbow. High scoring affair today between the contestants. Five to four, the final. Mm. Jay, you're going to sneak out the weather win. Wow. Whether or not I liked it or not. Yep, you're going to get it. (laughs) I love it. Brittany did say her sixth grader was yelling at the radio the entire time. Yeah, of course. These are things, again, this came from a, a site of things we all learned about the weather in elementary school. But doggone it, if you had asked me that front question, I would have just looked at you dumbfounded. <laughs> I couldn't think of the temperature thing. I was like, well, oh, I don't know. All right. Well, Danny, sorry about that. You want to pick a number for me, please, if you don't mind? Sure. Let's go caller number nine. I appreciate you, buddy. Have a good day, okay? Thanks, guys. Th- yeah. Thanks, Danny. We'll see you. 509 Caller number nine. Jay, Kevin, and Slim. Max would have got Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. I think I tone was an issue there. You know how I feel about women. Kevin James. I the do, best. but that tone was, I wanted to. I wish I was one. I don't think that helped. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin show stat of the day. And it's brought to you by Zero Res. A couple of them for you here today, Jay Bird. One in eight adults. Don't know how to iron something. Oh, wow. How are your ironing skills? Pretty good. So not only do one in eight adults not know how to do what you can do pretty well, 50% of those are afraid to learn. Huh? <laughs> it's just too hot. So you're like, like I don't want to burn the clothes. I don't want to burn myself. I'm not great at ironing, but I'm, I'm definitely not afraid to do it. I, my main problem is I feel like every time I iron... I, I will iron one part of it and somehow leave another part wrinkled. And ah. I don't know how that happens. Yeah. You're not going around the shirt. Like, you know, you don't start with the right buttons, right sleeve, back, yeah. left. You know, so you're not like just doing a progression. You're just kind of willy-nilly, just ironing wherever. I think I'm willy-nilly. I yeah. think I go front, back. 
Oh, like, yeah. oh, I do the front and then I do the back and then I turn it over and there's a big crease on the back. Yeah, the worst is the shoulders. You're trying to get it to fit on there and you're like uh, trying to get the hanger mark out or whatever. Yeah. Something Now, the shirt is going to look better overall than when it started. Sure, yeah. But there's going to be at least one major crease mark somewhere on my shirt. Like you said, maybe up there on the shoulders, maybe on the sleeves. Somewhere is getting one really bad crease mark. Yeah, and then you're trying to get the collar. But why don't it? Yeah. Oh, the collar. Probably oh. less likely to iron now with all the new, you know, the newer fabrics, I would imagine. I hope That's so. probably why nobody irons. But yeah, one in eight adults do not know how to iron a or iron anything. Yeah. We got to get better at that. I mean, they've got them in hotel rooms. If they're in hotel rooms, it means they must be important. <laughs> they're always so great there. Uh, this, this one, I don't know where you land on. 29% of people say they would never consider buying a used couch. Or how are you with the used couch? I uh, I think I know I've purchased a used couch. I know I have as well. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it depends where you're getting it from. It's not like I'm just going to go get the one that's on the side of the road or the one that's, you know, depending on the person's front porch, probably not getting that one. I'm going to say that I'm not afraid of a used couch, but I'm also going to be a little bit selective on who and where it was before I before I buy it. Heck, I bought a futon for my boys that was from a funeral home. So there you go. We've got our, our guy, Perry. Our guy, our, our guy, Perry, is going to, I think, hit us with some importance of ironing. What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, I was just uh, going to say, I remember when I was in fifth grade, my mom had to go to work. So the next day, I said, hey, mom, I need uh, my shirt ironed for school. And my dad piped up and said, your mom's got a job. Go iron your own stuff. In fifth <laughs> grade. Wow. Now, from now on. <laughs> no way. Wow, that's awesome. So you got on this young. You're probably really good at it. Bob can actually, I can pretty much iron anything. I, you know, it takes a while to figure out when to steam, when not to steam, when the wool, when not the wool. But, you know, mm. it's not rocket science. Yeah. Okay, Perry, hit me with this one because this is where I think I struggle. I don't have an ironing board. Oh, we don't no. have an ironing board. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, maybe we do. I just don't know where it is. But I don't use an ironing board. Is that where my major problem is? I would I would think so because I, you'd have a hell of a time drinking milk if you didn't have a cow. <laughs> hey Perry. <laughs> hey Perry. Okay. Hey Perry, you're hired. Yeah. Hey Perry, <laughs> you're hi- your first day is tomorrow. Yeah. We'll see ya. You're like That's fifth grade all over again. A- amazing right line. Hey dude, honestly. Just give me the address. I'll be there. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because Perry, I'm a, I'm a big like I need to get some wrinkles out, and I'll I'll try to I'll try to put the shirt down as flat That's as terrible. possible on like the bed or something like that. No, and you're trying to work through it. That's I think probably why I have the big crease in the yeah, back. Yeah, that's your problem. That yeah. is my that is my <laughs> attempt to drink milk without having a cow. Either that or put it on the bed, dump some milk on it, and then iron. There you go. Okay, yeah, you, best Perry. of both worlds. Thank yeah. Thank you, Perry. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you, man. Uh, Appreciate that. Yeah, you got to get an ironing board, dude. What's wrong with you? Fifth grade. That's a long time. That's I. That's a long time. It's a hot iron for a fifth grader. Your own stuff. I just don't know. For me, if I if my mom was not around in fifth grade, I don't know that she would have been like, you need to go iron your Sean Kemp. Sonic's T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. Perry was much. Perry's in a better spot than me uh, in terms of clothing. Yeah, I'm assuming it was like basketball shorts, an NBA T-shirt, and that was like that was it. Although I, you know what, we did wear. Oh, I did. We did have a uniform. I don't know if you had a uniform growing up. I did not. No. So Venice. This is the weirdest part. Venezuela. We're talking third world country. There's not a lot of structure. Right. The one thing they had. All of the schools. Every public school had a uniform. Oh wow. So it was white polo shirt, first through sure. sixth grade. 
Seventh and eighth grade was blue, light blue polo shirts, and then tan polo shirts, nine through twelve, and that was nationwide at public schools. Oh wow! Yeah, so that well, yeah, so I guess was I definitely ironed, ironing then. Yeah, yeah, I guess I could have ironed those polos for sure. Oh but yeah, does that iron the grass stain out of the kit out of the shirt you got a kickball? <laughs> like, does that iron the grass stain Jack, out, mom? Wait, what did you say the pants were? We had to wear you had to wear dark blue jeans. Okay, all right. Dark blue.